You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. As we draw another year to a close, it's time for us to reflect on those members of the Star Trek family that we've lost this year. These are the people who, in their varying roles in front of and behind the camera, made Star Trek what it is today. Please join us here at Daily Star Trek News in remembering fondly those who left us in 2021. Notable sitcom actor and Star Trek guest star Gregory Sierra died on January 4th, 2021 due to complications from cancer. He was 83. Star Trek fans will know Sierra from his role as N-Tech in the Star Trek Deep Space Nine Season 3 episode, Second Skin. He was the Cardassian and member of the secret Obsidian Order, who kidnapped Major Kira and altered her appearance to look like the daughter of a suspected member of the Cardassian underground. Before and after Star Trek, Sierra was a prolific television actor, best known for his roles as Julio Fuentes on Sanford and Son and Sergeant Amanguale on Barney Miller. He also had memorable roles in Soap, Miami Vice, and Murder, She Wrote. Sierra is survived by his wife, Helene. Prolific and highly respected actor Peter Mark Richmond passed away on January 14th of Natural Causes. He was 93. Star Trek fans will know Richmond for his role as Ralph Offenhouse, one of the three cryogenically frozen people that the Enterprise D rescued and revived in the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 finale, The Neutral Zone. However, Star Trek was merely one of Richmond's hundreds of credits, which spanned eight decades of Broadway, film, and television. Some of Richmond's other notable television roles included the title role in crime drama Kane's Hundred, attorney Andrew Laird in Dynasty, and Lawrence Carson in Beverly Hills 90210. He also had guest appearances on The Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits, Wonder Woman, Galactica 1980, and Murder, She Wrote, among many others. Deadline reported that Richmond published novels and short stories and was an accomplished painter, he was also awarded the Silver Medallion for Outstanding Humanitarian Achievement by the Motion Picture and Television Fund in 1990. Richmond is survived by his wife Helen and their five children and six grandchildren. Callum DeForest, a key researcher and technical advisor for Star Trek The Original Series, passed away on January 19th due to complications from COVID-19. He was 94 years old. A native of Santa Barbara, DeForest moved to Los Angeles in the early 1950s and created the Callum DeForest Research Company, or DFR, which performed legal and historical research for television productions. Initially a one-man operation, by the time DFR worked with Star Trek, it had grown to a small team. During their time with Star Trek, DFR made numerous contributions to the series, such as creating the format for the well-known Stardate. After retiring from the entertainment industry, DeForest returned to Santa Barbara, becoming an outspoken advocate for the preservation of the historical and cultural heritage of the area. He is survived by his three children, Anne, Carmack, and Elizabeth, and their spouses with six grandchildren. Richard Arnold 
Longtime Star Trek archivist passed away on the morning of January 26th at the age of 66. The news was announced by Star Trek designer Mike Okuda on Twitter. In his tweet, Okuda said, We have just learned the sad news that Richard Arnold has passed away. Richard loved Star Trek and was president of Grace Lee Whitney's fan club before becoming an assistant to Gene Roddenberry at Paramount, where he served as Star Trek archivist for many years. He was 66. Star Trek executive producer Rod Roddenberry, son of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry, also made an emotional post on Instagram, remembering Arnold. He said, The Federation flag must fly at half-mast today to honor the passing of Richard Arnold. Among a sea of suits pitching ideas, Richard's voice was the one my father most often listened to, because Richard listened to the fans. He was family, Roddenberry said. The loss of Richard, both for me personally and for the world of Star Trek, is ineffable. Christopher Plummer, world-renowned actor and one of the stars of Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, passed away on February 5th at the age of 91. Plummer's talent agency, ICM Partners, announced that he died peacefully at his home in Connecticut with his wife by his side. Star Trek fans know Plummer best, of course, as General Chang in The Undiscovered Country, but his film and television career spans across eight decades. Plummer is probably best known worldwide for his role as Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. A piece from The Hollywood Reporter related that Plummer was a huge fan of Star Trek and friends with William Shatner. In Shatner's 2011 documentary, The Captains, Plummer admitted, I was a serious Trekkie when it first came out. Shatner himself tweeted a tribute to his friend, saying, A gentleman whose name is Christopher Plummer died today. He was what I call a friend. I am so sad to lose him. Veteran TV producer Jeffrey M. Hayes passed away on March 9th from an illness unrelated to COVID. He was 68 years old. Star Trek fans won't recognize Hayes from the screen, but he did have an important role in the franchise. As an executive at Paramount Pictures Network Television, he helped oversee the development of Star Trek The Next Generation. And there's one more Star Trek connection for Hayes. According to Memory Alpha, Hayes' father, Bill Hayes, was a business partner and friend of Jeffrey Hunter. Jeffrey M. Hayes was named after Jeffrey Hunter, who played Captain Pike, of course, in the original, original series pilot, The Cage. Hayes is survived by his wife, Linda, children, Christopher and Jacqueline, and siblings, Chip, Kathy, and Cindy. Emmy-winning actor Henry Darrow died at home of natural causes on Sunday, March 14th. He was 87. Star Trek fans will know Darrow for his two guest roles. In the Star Trek The Next Generation first season episode, Conspiracy, he played the Vulcan Admiral Savar, one of the high-ranking officials infected with the parasitic bluegills. Then in Star Trek Voyager, he played the part of Kolopak, Chakotay's father. But Star Trek was just one of Darrow's numerous credits. He's perhaps best known for playing Manolito Montoya in the NBC western The High Chaparral in the late 1960s. He also held series regular roles in the soap operas The Bold and the Beautiful and Santa Barbara, for which he won a Daytime Emmy in 1984. 
Overall, Darrow was an accomplished film and television actor who won accolades from both audiences and industry colleagues. In addition to his successful career, Darrow also advocated for underrepresented minorities. In 1972, he co-founded the Screen Actors Guild Ethnic Minorities Committee with fellow actors Edith Diaz, Carmen Zapata, and a name familiar to Trek fans, Ricardo Montalban. It would be 40 years later, in 2012, that Darrow was awarded the Ricardo Montalban Lifetime Achievement Award at the ALMA, or American Latino Media Arts, Awards. Darrow is survived by his second wife, Lauren, daughter Denise, and brother Dennis. Costume designer Robert Fletcher passed away from undisclosed causes on April 5th. He was 98. Now, if you're a Star Trek fan, you're probably very familiar with Fletcher's work, but you might not even realize it. Fletcher was the costume designer for the first four Star Trek films. His work was so iconic in those films that it earned him three Saturn Award nominations and a win in 1987. Fletcher's work wasn't just confined to Klingons and Vulcans and Monster Maroons, though. Outside of Star Trek and film in general, he had successful careers in costuming for television and for Broadway as well. He was nominated for three Tony Awards for his various stage productions, a Primetime Emmy Award for his work on the miniseries North and South, which also featured Star Trek The Next Generation's Jonathan Frakes, and he earned a Lifetime Achievement Award in 2005 from the Costume Designers Guild. Star Trek guest actor Mary Linda Rapoli passed away from cancer on April 5th. She was 76 years old. Star Trek fans will know Rapoli for her guest role as Irina in the Star Trek Season 3 episode The Way to Eden. She also appeared as Ambassador Raina Morgan in the fan web series Star Trek New Voyages Phase 2 episode To Serve All My Days. But outside of that short appearance, she had a nearly eight-decade performing career on stage, screen, and television. Rapoli moved to Maine in 1999 and created what would become the current Lyric Meadow Farm, which in addition to being a certified organic farm, is also an event venue and a kennel for golden doodles. Rapoli is survived by her brother Gardner and several cousins and their families. Star Trek novelist Margaret Wander Bonanno passed away unexpectedly of natural causes on April 8th. She was 71. Bonanno was the author of several Star Trek novels, including 1987's Strangers from the Sky, a story about humanity's first contact with Vulcans. The story, of course, was superseded by the events of the later film Star Trek First Contact, but it remains a fan favorite nonetheless. Outside of Star Trek, Bonanno also wrote other books, including 1996's science fiction novel Saturn's Child, which she co-wrote with Nichelle Nichols, and 2016's political thriller Ain't Exactly Clear. Dayton Ward, a fellow Star Trek author, described Bonanno as a gifted writer with a wicked sense of humor, but also a kind soul, warm and welcoming. Actor Felix Silla passed away from pancreatic cancer on April 16th. He was 84. Star Trek fans will know Silla as one of the Telosians in the original pilot, The Cage. 
but his career was much, much bigger than that. Standing just 3 foot 11 inches, he was a memorable performer in just about anything he took on. Silla was born in Italy and came to the United States in 1955, traveling with the Ringling Brothers Circus as a trapeze artist and a tumbler. He often did stunt work in Hollywood, standing in for children in films such as Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, where he doubled for the role of Short Round. Silla also held notable acting roles like Cousin It from the television series The Addams Family, the robot Lucifer in the original Battlestar Galactica, and of course, Tweaky and Buck Rogers in the 25th century. He also played a child gorilla in Planet of the Apes, as well as an Ewok in Return of the Jedi. Scylla is survived by his wife Sue and their children, Bonnie and Michael. Star Trek The Original Series guest actor Nathan Jung died on April 24th at the age of 74. No cause of death was disclosed. The original series episode The Savage Curtain was one of Jung's first on-screen credits as Genghis Khan. In that episode, he teamed up with Kaelas and other notorious villains from history in an unlikely battle against Abraham Lincoln, Surak, Captain Kirk, and Mr. Spock. His appearance on Star Trek led to a number of guest-starring roles on classic television shows, including M.A.S.H., Starsky and Hutch, and Chips. He also appeared in such well-known films as Big Trouble in Little China, Black Rain, and Beverly Hills Ninja. Nathan Jung is survived by his nephew, Keith Jung. Star Trek The Next Generation guest star Norman Lloyd, who played Captain Picard's mentor, Professor Galen, in the sixth season episode The Chase, died on May 11th. He was 106 years old. Lloyd's TNG guest role as famed Federation archaeologist Galen was brief but memorable, giving insight into Jean-Luc Picard and his time at Starfleet Academy. In the reference book Star Trek The Next Generation 365, episode director Jonathan Frakes said of Lloyd, he was a wonderful storyteller and a brilliant actor. We were so lucky to have this guy on the show. Lloyd had a long and fascinating career detailed in a retrospective by the British newspaper The Guardian. Beginning in theatre at age 17, Lloyd was a charter member of Orson Welles' famed Mercury Theatre Group in the late 1930s. His on-screen career began on television in 1939, and three years later he began a long friendship with Alfred Hitchcock, playing a villain in the classic Hitchcock film Saboteur. His promising career was sidelined during the famous McCarthy Hollywood witch hunts, after which Hitchcock helped him find work as a producer and director. Lloyd's acting career was revived in the 1970s, and in 1982 he returned to television for what is probably his best-known role, Dr. Oshlander, on the medical drama St. Elsewhere, which ran for six years. Afterwards, his acting career took him to big-screen roles in films like Dead Poets Society and guest-starring roles in shows such as Star Trek and Murder, She Wrote. His most recent appearance, at the age of 101, was in the 2015 comedy Trainwreck. Star Trek Deep Space Nine guest star Clarence Williams III, who played Jem'Hadar Ometaklon in the fourth season episode To the Death, passed away on June 4th following a battle with colon cancer. He was 81. 
Clarence Williams III served as a paratrooper with the 101st Airborne Division before turning to acting. He built a strong reputation on stage as a Tony-nominated Broadway performer in the 1960s before moving his career to Hollywood and landing his role as Hayes in the Emmy-nominated series The Mod Squad. His big-screen debut came in 1984, playing an abusive father to Prince's character The Kid in Purple Rain. Williams is survived by his daughter Jamie Phillips and sister Sandra Pugh. Actress Lisa Baines, who guest starred as Trill Dr. Ren Hall in the Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode Equilibrium, died on June 14th from injuries sustained in a hit-and-run incident on June 4th. Baines was 65 years old. Baines's performance as Dr. Renhall in Deep Space Nine's third season introduced viewers to the Symbiosis Commission, the Trill organization responsible for overseeing the process of joining a Trill symbiont with a suitable host. Outside of Star Trek, Baines was known for her work with Tom Cruise in the 1988 release Cocktail, and she also played Ben Affleck's concerned mother-in-law in the 2014 thriller Gone Girl. Besides DS9, she also appeared in many other TV shows such as China Beach, Six Feet Under, Boston Legal, and Nashville. Baines is survived by her wife, Catherine Cranhold. Joanne Linville, whose performance as a Romulan commander in Star Trek The Original Series helped to make the episode The Enterprise Incident a fan favorite, passed away on June 20th at the age of 93. Linville began her career on the small screen in the 1950s, appearing in a number of anthology programs such as Kraft Television Theater, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and Studio One. Over the years, she worked with a number of times with William Shatner, with the pair even playing husband and wife a couple of times before appearing on Star Trek together. After Star Trek, she appeared on a number of popular shows including Chips, Dynasty, and L.A. Law, as well as appearing in films like the 1976 remake of A Star Is Born. Linville is survived by two children with ex-husband Mark Rydell, three grandchildren, and a great-grandson. Her legacy in Hollywood also lives on in the Stella Adler Academy of Acting and Theatre, which she co-founded in 1985. John Ehrman, whose extensive television directing career included the Star Trek The Original Series episode The Empath, died on June 25th at the age of 85 after a brief illness. Ehrman began his career in show business with a brief stint as an actor before becoming a television director in the 1960s. He was most known for his work on classic 60s shows like The Flying Nun, My Favorite Martian, and That Girl. In the 1970s, Ehrman moved into the burgeoning realm of TV miniseries, garnering Emmy nominations and a win, also receiving Directors Guild Awards for Roots, starring LeVar Burton, and An Early Frost, which was the first TV movie to address the AIDS crisis. The Star Trek family lost a dear friend with the recent passing of Bill Burke. Burke passed away unexpectedly at his home on August 9th. He was 55. For 14 years, Burke worked as a licensing and marketing executive for the CBS brand. 
As the Vice President of Marketing for CBS Consumer Products, Burke oversaw the licensing operations, including international licensing, along with the global marketing and retail needs of the Star Trek franchise. Prior to his work for CBS, Burke helped to develop well-known brands such as Thomas the Tank Engine, Bob the Builder, and Barney, as well as developing license agreements with Sesame Workshop. Star Trek Vice President of Franchise Planning and Brand Development John Van Sitters said of his friend and former colleague, Most of you don't know Bill, but I promise if you bought a piece of Trek merchandise or attended a con, a cruise, or one of our SDCC exhibits in the past 14 years, you experienced the dedication Bill brought every single day and night and weekend. You will know him when you see him because you've seen him in 58 of the 79 episodes of Star Trek The Original Series. Sadly, Eddie Paskey, most often known as Lieutenant Leslie, passed away on August 17th, just three days shy of the age of 82. Star Trek author and consultant Dayton Ward noted on his blog that Paskey's many appearances began as early as the second TOS pilot, where no man has gone before. Of those appearances, he received screen credit only twice, though he had speaking parts in four of them. He even had the unique distinction in one of those speaking parts, though under the influence of mind-altering spores, of openly supporting mutiny against Captain Kirk in a season one episode, This Side of Paradise. Paskey also stood in for William Shatner, and close-up shots of his hands were used to substitute for James Doohan's hands due to the latter's missing middle finger. Outside of Star Trek, Paskey appeared in shows such as Ben Casey, The Dick Van Dyke Show, The Lucy Show, The Wild Wild West, and Mission Impossible. Actor and educator Fran Bennett died on September 12th at the age of 84. Bennett appeared as Admiral Shanthi in the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 5 episode, Redemption 2. She also appears in a deleted scene as a Vulcan midwife in Star Trek 2009. Bennett was a veteran actor and faculty member at the California Institute of the Arts. CalArts Dean Travis Preston said of Bennett that her voice was unmistakable. She never shied away from using it. She unceasingly championed students, artists, and innovators of all backgrounds, and demanded that leaders do more to serve the left out and kept out. Bennett's appearances include stage, television, and film. Her on-screen debut was in Guiding Light in 1965. She appeared in shows such as Roots, The Next Generation, and St. Elsewhere, and in films most recently Jezebel and The Manor. Bennett was also a founding member of the Los Angeles Women's Shakespeare Company and an Ovation Award and NAACP Theater Award winner. Reuben Klamer, the inventor of the phaser rifle seen in the Star Trek The Original Series second pilot episode where no man has gone before, died on September 14th at the age of 99. Klamer is best known as the inventor of toy company Milton Bradley's The Game of Life, among hundreds of other toys and games. Klamer also invented television props, including the well-known gun from The Man from Uncle. Gene Roddenberry was impressed with the Uncle weapon and sought out Klamer to oversee the design and production of the phaser rifle, which Klamer has said he had only two weeks to do. 
Roddenberry also approached Klamer after the show was picked up about continuing to produce props for Star Trek, but no further arrangements were made. Klamer's original phaser rifle was auctioned in 2013 and it sold for $231,000, and just this year after his death, it sold at auction again for a staggering $615,000. Actor Gavin O'Herlihy died on September 15th of undisclosed causes. He was 70 years old. O'Herlihy is known to Trek fans from his role as the Kazon Maje Jabin in the Star Trek Voyager Season 1 episode, Caretaker. But that's not his only Star Trek connection. O'Herlihy was also the nephew of Star Trek the original series director, Michael O'Herlihy. O'Herlihy's acting career started with the role of Chuck Cunningham, Richie's older brother on Happy Days. He was the second of three actors to portray that particular role. O'Herlihy's turn gave rise to what's known in Hollywood as Chuck Cunningham Syndrome. O'Herlihy later reunited with former Richie Cunningham, Ron Howard, on the film Willow. Howard remembered him as a talented actor with a big free spirit. Actor Willie Garson passed away from pancreatic cancer on September 21st at the age of 57. Garson is best known for his role as Stanford Blatch on Sex and the City, but Star Trek fans will remember him from his guest role as the Monean scientist Riga in the Star Trek Voyager Season 5 episode, 30 Days. Garson's television appearances harken back to shows including The X-Files and Quantum Leap, and his breakthrough role came in 1996 as Henry Caulfield in NYPD Blue. He also showed up on both the big and small screens with a host of other fellow Trek alumni, including Kim Cattrall, Whoopi Goldberg, Rosalind Chow, and Gwyneth Walsh. If we adopt the ways of the Nazis, we're as bad as the Nazis. So observed Isaac, the Xeon underground member who aids Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock in their mission on the planet Ecos in the Star Trek The Original Series Season 2 episode Patterns of Force. Following a 40-year career, Richard Evans, who played Isaac, died of cancer on October 2nd. He was 86. Evans was born in Kansas City, Missouri, and wrote, directed, and produced for the big screen and for local theater, and was an artist and author. His final book, completed shortly before his death, is a collection of plays to be performed free of rental fees when staged as fundraisers for the homeless. Outside of his one appearance in Star Trek, Evans also showed up in many film and television productions, including Wagon Train, Peyton Place, Dirty Little Billy, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and Gunsmoke. Jan Shutan Levinson, who played Lieutenant Mira Romaine in the Star Trek The Original Series Season 3 episode The Lights of Zatar, passed away peacefully on October 7th. She was 88 years old. Star Trek fans remember Lieutenant Romaine as the sciences specialist who was on her way to Memory Alpha, the Federation's central library and archive, when the Zatarians disrupted her plans and those of the USS Enterprise. She was also one of the rare individuals who managed to establish a relationship with Montgomery Scott, away from his engines and technical journals. 
According to her obituary in the Los Angeles Times, Levinson also made dozens of commercials and appeared in guest spots on many popular series, including The Andy Griffith Show and Charlie's Angels. Levinson also appeared in The Outer Limits, The Fugitive, and The FBI, among other television shows and films. Legendary Hollywood stuntman and Star Trek veteran Bob Heron died on October 10th after suffering complications from a fall. He was 97 years old. Heron, a high school track star and U.S. Navy veteran who was also a champion boxer, began his film career wrangling horses for westerns in the 1940s, but his natural athleticism led him to stunt work starting in 1950. Although he mostly featured in westerns, Heron also doubled in such classic films as 1956's The Ten Commandments and the 1960 epic Spartacus. He was also a founding member of the Stuntmen's Association. Heron had a number of connection points to the Star Trek universe, first serving as Jeffrey Hunter's stunt double in the pilot episode The Cage, and then playing a crew member in the first season episode Charlie X. Heron is best known, though, for originating the role of Kalas the Unforgettable, or at least an alien recreation of him, in the TOS episode The Savage Curtain. Following his work on Star Trek, Heron continued in the industry until the age of 86, providing stunt services for TV shows like Mission Impossible, Batman, The Six Million Dollar Man, and Wonder Woman. He also did stunts for films like Diamonds Are Forever, The Black Hole, and Poltergeist. William Lucking, who guest starred on both Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Star Trek Enterprise, died on October 18th. He was 80 years old. Lucking's role as Bajoran resistance leader Pharrell in three DS9 episodes helped to fill in the backstory of Kieran Arise and Bajoran resistance efforts during the Cardassian occupation. On Enterprise, he played Orion privateer Harad Sar, who attempted to capture Captain Archer in the fourth season episode, Bound. Lucking's Hollywood career began in 1968 on the TV show Ironside, and he worked steadily for over 40 years. His television credits include classic shows like Mission Impossible, The X-Files, and William Shatner's police drama T.J. Hooker. His film credits include The River Wild, Red Dragon, and the Bill Murray comedy Stripes. In 2008, he landed a role in hit crime drama Sons of Anarchy on FX, a featured role he continued until departing the show in its fourth season. Lucking's wife Sigrid wrote of him in a Facebook post, he was a giant of a man with the soul of a poet. Broadway star and Star Trek veteran Camille Saviola passed away on October 20th of heart failure following a brief illness. She was 71. Saviola was known to Trek fans for her four-episode turn on Deep Space Nine as Kai Opaka, the pivotal Bajoran spiritual leader who first identified Benjamin Sisko as the foretold emissary of the Prophets. Saviola had a variety of career highlights on stage and screen, making her Broadway debut in the show Nine in 1982. Her stage career also included appearing in a revival of Chicago, and winning a Los Angeles Drama Critics Circle Award in 2003 for her role in The House of Bernarda Alba. 
Along with Deep Space Nine, she appeared on a number of classic TV series such as Remington Steel, JAG, ER, and Nip Tuck. In 2006, she began a recurring role on HBO's Entourage, playing mom to Jerry Ferreira's character Turtle. And finally, actor Dean Stockwell died on November 7th of Natural Causes. He was 85 years old. Stockwell began acting by the age of seven, and almost changed careers at one point prior to being brought on to do Paris, Texas in the early 1980s. He continued acting and retired in 2015. In his career, he appeared on stage, screen, and television, with notables such as Errol Flynn, Roddy McDowell, and Katharine Hepburn, among other well-known actors. He earned four Emmy nominations for his iconic lead role as Al Calavici in Quantum Leap. He appeared again with his Quantum Leap co-star Scott Bakula as a Tandaran, Colonel Gratt, in the Star Trek Enterprise Season 1 episode, Detained. Outside of Star Trek, he also appeared with several other Trek alumni in various projects, including Michael Ansara, Jeffrey Hunter, Arnold Moss, Leonard Nimoy, and George Takei. In the Star Trek The Next Generation episode, Skin of Evil, Tasha Yar said goodbye to her crewmates with the following. So you will understand when I say death is that state in which one exists only in the memory of others, which is why it is not an end. No goodbyes, just good memories. Hailing frequencies closed, sir. Thank you for joining me in remembering those we've lost in 2021. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and it's written by Chris Peterson, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. The show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. I'm back in the new year with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper.